Hey, what's going on? It's episode 58, Top of the Dude Chain Podcast. Hope everyone had a Merry Christmas. And if you are listening to this when it releases, I hope 2019 has started off spectacular. Like this facial hair construction I have on my face. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, it's so trashy. Please uh, check us out on YouTube. You're not going to want to miss this. Everybody hates it. Yeah. Everybody hates well, it. Well, it's atrocious. Yeah, it's gross. So, anyway, we're episode 58. If you have been a long time listener, you've heard us discuss some controversial statements that have been posted on Facebook and give our input on them. And we didn't think it was fair that we get the mic. And the platform to slam this man's views without giving him the opportunity to come on the podcast and at least defend himself. Mr. Chris Kidwell is our guest this afternoon. What's up, Chris? Oh, not a whole lot. Thanks for putting up with me for a little while. <laughs> I appreciate you uh, coming on. Yeah. I don't th- not a lot of people have the skin to hear us blast 90% of the things that you say. And then willingly come on (laughs) under the pretense that we would like to blast you in person (laughs) rather than over the social media. So, again, thanks. Uh, Sincerely appreciate you coming on. Let's start off. How Jeff wants to know what what started this? I mean, what what made you think like I need to put 10 asinine things out on the Internet? (laughs) (laughs) So that <laughs> you know, what 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 made, what made you think that Google you that word? That? I'm not sure if our rating allows that. Um, uh, well, because I, 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 I enjoy them, don't agree with them, but I thoroughly enjoy them. I guess a couple of things. Um, one, you know, people in a in a very serious way put out a ton of stuff that's actually controversial online nowadays, and so I thought I'd have a little fun with it, sort of venting about things that people are going to probably and in your case definitely disagree with um but also that aren't terrifically serious it's just something I, I was having a little fun with but the other thing is it's a way for me to uh disguise things that are object objectively true as um opinion and so okay that's you, know, you know that i i call it kind of controversial you know statements and under the pretense of them being opinions so i don't hurt people's feelings when they're when they find out they're actually just wrong about something oh <laughs> there you go that's sneaky i like that stance it's sneaky yeah. so okay under that pretense then has the do chain been wrong on any of their uh critiques of what you said well because one of the things that we are known for He's just throwing facts out, whether they're true or not. <laughs> all hey, uh, no, no, no. They're alternative facts. It's <laughs> yeah. different. So. And it's mostly Josh that does that. It's, uh, it's, it's less usually... about what you say and more about how you say it. <laughs> so, um, well, the short answer is every time you've disagreed with me about something, uh, you, you've been objectively wrong. Uh, okay. that's, that's how that works, um, especially <laughs> when it comes to Coco versus Wally. Oh, gosh. <laughs> that's how that goes. Um, oh, no. Also, the... Uh, go ahead and jump into that one the, first. Uh, the vinyl versus CD versus MP3 thing that came up a while back. That's uh, yeah, That I was like another one. one. I remember that one. I think I agreed with you on that one, actually. So the, the reason for that, I, I, I was thinking best case scenario here because a vinyl sends like an analog signal. And so if you've got the the highest quality vinyl player with the highest quality speakers being sent through the highest quality uh, amp, 
then you're going to get the best sound from a vinyl record compared to a CD and a better sound from a CD than an MP3. Um, but th those were the two that stuck out in my mind, oh, I guess. So you know. Objectively, Corey was wrong No, on that one. No, mm -hmm. not but wrong at all. It's all about preference. Uh, you can either enjoy the vinyl more or you can be wrong in your preference. Yeah, but, and I think, that, I, think that's, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what we kind of landed on is it's yeah. all – like I think some people like the sound of like that, that scratchy old-school vinyl sound. Uh, we had one in our house. I remember we listened to Michael Jackson's Thriller all the time, and it was fun. It was fun listening to it. Classic. Now, is that sound better than what I'm getting out of like my phone with like a $300 set of like headphones? Probably not. But it's, it's a different sound. Yeah. And, and it's kind of like, you know, some people drive Civics, some people drive Ferraris. You obviously prefer the Civic. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly just like that. So. <laughs> That's how that works. Okay. <laughs> oh, uh, no, it's, uh, it's, it's provided us a lot of... Uh, a lot of fun on the show. I, I would say the biggest one was when you claimed Swiss being the best cheese. Yeah. I, I was really Swiss surprised by that one. Cheese. Now, I, I love I'm, Swiss cheese. See, I'm I surprised do, at the kickback on that statement. Yeah. Because I would tend to agree with it. Sure. Really? Mm -hmm. What makes what makes Swiss cheese the best cheese? What's it bad on? Ooh. I mean, as a standalone, though, just can you cut off a piece of Swiss cheese? I, I don't think you sure. can. Sure. Absolutely. Sure you nah. can. I do it all the time. I think I think it's a topper. Yeah. I will say this, though. Swiss cheese sticks are better than mozzarella sticks. Okay. Uh, Harry Bears used to have them before they shut down. Yeah. But that's probably because they relied too heavily on Swiss. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> no, they were, they, were, they were significantly better than mozzarella. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't know. I think most people like cheddar uh, the most. But, I mean, I'm from that. I'm from that group that believes that uh, good old American cheese, it's not even cheese, is the best cheese. Oh, it's so gross. American yeah. cheese product. Yes. Yeah. Cheese yes, product. It is. <laughs> so, so, fortunately for us, you said you brought 10 or 15 controversial statements. Mm -hmm. We've got uh, a few ourselves, because I, I didn't think it was right that we, you just come on here and we just start slamming everything. We want to give you the opportunity to, to reciprocate uh, on our opinions. Uh, right, wrong, or indifferent, or agree with it and kind of give the standard of where we're at. So why don't you go ahead and read your first one. We'll get started and uh, we'll let it go. But like I said, I've got a few. I think Corey's got a few. Jeff will probably have a few as it goes. So uh, let's hear the first one, Chris. Sure thing. And this one's really not that controversial, I suppose, but it's it's one that you need to stop doing this if this is you. Um so sometimes you'll call someone and you'll go to voicemail, except that you don't realize that you've gone to voicemail right away because their voicemail starts with hey or hi or hello mm -hmm. or something like that. And, and people do th that do that with their voicemails. Uh, people that start their voicemail with some greeting need to have their cell phones taken mm. from them and, <laughs> and, and destroyed. Wow. I, I agree. I used to have my, my viewer smell used to be like, hello? Yeah. And then I'd wait. And then as they start talking, be like, I'm just kidding. Leave a message. So you're saying that a voicemail, a proper voicemail should basically be a swing and a miss. Try again. You know, yeah. not here right like now. Like you should know. What he's saying is you should know immediately. Yeah. Once the phone picks up that you're about to have to leave a message. I had a friend that, uh, you know, back before cell phones, you know, we had these answering machines. It was a little tape. You know, and the machine just yeah. rewound the tape, so and then it we, knew how to fast forward and all that stuff. We used to leave wraps on ours. 
Right. Yeah. Well, uh, called his house one time, and uh, his sister answered. She said, hello? And you could just hear music blaring in the background. He's like, is Brock there? Like, who? I'm like, Brock? Hold on. Who? Hold on. I'm going to go turn the radio down. And they go and turn the radio and come. It's like, hello? It's like, yeah, is Brock there? It's like, oh, I'm sorry. We're not here right now. It's like, <laughs> so you don't like that? You know, dude, we used to have people call his house just to anger them, you know, because if they'd never heard it before. This will drive you insane. <laughs> See, and that, See that, and it, that's well done. But it's hilarious. Yeah, it, it's it's probably uh, one of the smartest, uh, you know, m- messages I've ever heard. In the time of text, why are you even leaving voicemails? Well, that annoys right? me more than anything. It's actually leaving voicemails. Yeah. I never set up my voicemail. Not yeah. even on my work phone. You have my cell phone number. You have the ability to text me. Text me. Yeah, it's that important. I mean, dude, texting is... Easy, simple, a lot convenient. Of work. Stores the proof that you actually attempted to contact somebody. Dude, if I've got to leave you a thirty to forty-five second message, then you could type out thirty want... words in that amount of time. Yeah, and I can say a hundred and twenty. I mean, I can. You do... don't talk that fast, Josh. Oh. You do not talk that fast, <laughs> Josh. <laughs> I was like, hey, it's it's the monster here. That might... <laughs> that might but I'm just more. saying, man. You can. That's my point, though. Is you can say. A lot quicker than you can type. Nah, voicemail yeah. should needs to die. Yeah, that might jo- be more of a comment on on your texting ability than that's, anything. That's yeah. valid. It's those uh, big old thumbs just yeah. mashing your screen. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. That is that is true. Yeah. Work on getting a more nimble. That is true. More responsive cell phone, maybe. But no, I agree. Uh, voicemails are probably a thing of, of prehistoric. Answer machines with tapes in them. Answer machines to landlines are probably more prehistoric than anything. Yeah. Which is unfortunate because I think that's where those prank messages or prank uh, greetings mm-hmm. probably work the best. Oh, yeah. Not so much on a cell phone. My wife's family, they actually use the answering machine still. They have a landline and um, they use it basically to filter out all the um, bogus calls you get, you know? marketers and all that. Yeah. They never answer their telephone. They let it go straight to voicemail. And uh, if someone picks up, you know, and says, uh, hey, are y'all there? Like, they'll go pick up the phone. Like, no, we're actually here. Uh, but if it's a telemarketer, they automatically hang up. Or if it's a, a bot, they act- they automatically hang up. So if you call their house and it goes to the answering machine, you don't don't hang up. Just just hang on. They'll, they'll pick it up once they realize it's a person. And that's how they screen it. Oh, they're we in the 80s now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, that's <laughs> how they do Bernie's family hadn't left the 80s? Well, no. A lot of people just still have landlines uh, if they've had no, that number for no, a long time. A lot of people don't have landlines. If you've had that number for a long time, it's not uncommon to still have it that because that's how people be know how to get older. one of the few people I know that My have parents still have still. their uh, landline because that's how all the family members know how to get a hold of them. They don't. My parents have it because they're old and old people from the church try to contact them. Yeah. That's I mean, the only reason why they still have it. You have to have it because... In that case, yes. And that's what I'm getting at. Like, if you're... When your number's in a directory... <laughs> And you and and on a website, then that's valid. If yeah. you're a business, that's business. valid. Yeah. If you're screening calls with your answering machine, get a new phone. We nah. don't call her ID these days. Okay. All right. We're totally de- derailing <laughs> into right. a complete conversation right, about man. answering machines. <laughs> all right. Let's. All right. Answering machines are terrible. The message. You're a terrible person if you you leave voicemails. And you're even more terrible if you greet on your voicemail message. I think we all agree on that one. Unless it's intentional to mess with people. Yeah. Sure. I think you threw us a softball. I think something heavy's coming. Yeah. Mm hmm. (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, why don't you give us a second one, and then we'll switch it up with one of us after that. Sure thing. Um, earlier on one of these, I'd mentioned that I think Five Guys has the best burger of any chain restaurant in the country. I disagree. Mm, yeah. That is super wrong. <laughs> um, but uh, I think, and I feel even stronger about this, they have the best burger ordering protocol of any uh, burger chain in the country. Okay. For everyone involved. Yeah. You're going to have to remind me because that place is so gross. I haven't been there in like you two years. You have to tell them everything you want on it. Oh, okay. You just, they have all their <laughs> toppings listed up there. So you're not ordering it. a one or a two. You're ordering a burger with this, 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 and this. Right. Specifically, I'm ordering a burger with A1 mayo and hot sauce on it. But Gross. Okay. Y- you know. No, I agree with that. I can yeah, give you that. It, it is. I, get, I disagree with you wholeheartedly <laughs> on the fact that Five Guys, and that's actually was one of mine. Uh and that wasn't necessarily Five Guys. This Waterburger is better than In-N-Out, but we can replace In-N-Out with Five Guys. Waterburger, hands down, best hamburger you can possibly get. <laughs> so Don't at me. What Whataburger, is it any different than a Sonic Burger? Because I swear they're the um, same burger. No. Nope. I think Wendy's makes a better burger than Waterburger. I don't go to mm-hmm. Wendy's. I had an experience. Mm-hmm. Whataburger is probably the best burger you can get at 3 in the morning. <laughs> yeah. That's actually when I eat. Anywhere so. in the world. Yeah. Whether I will say whether it's three o'clock in the morning, anywhere in the world, you can get a great. I got a chocolate malt at Whataburger that was mostly malt, which is a good thing, and uh, oh, it was pretty great. So yeah. I do, I do like some Whataburger, yeah. but but I the best burger you. is uh, just proves you don't know anything about burgers. Yeah, so. no, I do like the idea of, of no, because the whole, now the ordering process that you yeah. just said that that's probably yeah. good. It is, and as a guy that used to uh, <clears throat> make burgers to put himself through college, um, that's how we would always do it. You ordered a burger, and a burger was a burger. You told us what you wanted on it, you know, and. And yeah. that's 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 just a better way of doing it, um, because I mean, and the toppings. What I like a, a, that Five yeah. Guys does is the toppings aren't extra or anything. It's just, right. look, here's the kind of things you can get on your burger. Yeah. How many patties do you want? You know, and that's yeah. that's Probably. what they go. Well, and with. I li- yeah, I like the idea of that because I know what happens. You know, being an ex burger making professional myself. Yeah, like you get in the yeah. habit of a number one has this, 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 and this. Eighty six and stuff. And you're terrible. gonna and you're gonna mix. I mean, you're gonna miss things if you do it that way yeah. if you're looking for every single ingredient every single time i i think that probably decreases the chances of you making a mistake yeah and it's actually like he said it's better for the people involved too when you're making burgers it's kind of actually a better better system yeah. so i'm extremely biased in this conversation i worked at five guys for three years uh, uh, yeah there you go high yeah. school and early in college i started out on uh, as a cashier on the register there and yeah. i ended up doing everything sh- short of uh, becoming a shift leader or a manager during my time there. And so I, you know, I just appreciate, I, I've worked other places. I worked at Dairy Queen in the grill for a little while before yeah. that, but uh, <laughs> just appreciate how smooth the whole process was. And then now just being a regular customer, I can appreciate were you, it. Were you headhunted by five guys for your work at Dairy Queen? Uh, no, no, no. I, I <laughs> begged them for a job so I could leave Dairy Queen. Yeah. I, I hated it. So did everybody, what, did everybody in here at some point in time flip burgers? Oh, oh yeah, I didn't. You didn't. Uh, Josh, did, a I was a, I you was were a, a waiter though, weren't you? I was a waiter, but I was a drive-through. I was the drive-through guy at uh, uh, Taco Bell once. Oh, for a summer. Yeah, the worst mm-hmm. restaurant on. Earth. I bet they regretted that, man. Can you <laughs> imagine how to, Josh treated the people that dude, came through the line? No, I used to. I used to use fake names. Yeah, and, and I'm like, but you can call me Bubba. <laughs> so I'd be like, Hey, this is Leroy. Can I take your order? <laughs> yeah, Leroy. No, call me Bubba. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I just, well, I just leave stuff with that, and I was the late shift, so I was always getting yeah. there at four, leaving at two or whatever, and it was a few yeah. nights a week and all that. A lot of, lot of drama. And, 
Yeah. And you, Taco Bell, man. I, I probably got called into the mayor's office about four times to give my account. And my account, along with some other people's, ended up getting someone fired. My account was going to get someone fired. Yeah. Either way, two people were, were disagreeing. And whatever I said was the truth, the liar got fired. So four people got fired after I walked out. Talk about 18 years old <laughs> with a lot of pressure. Because, <laughs> you know, these dudes were cool, man. I liked everybody. But, yeah, yeah it was tough. Oh, you know? wow. Well, well, burgers. Okay. Well, I think burgers are slightly controversial because everybody's got their preference. Some people like a thin burger. Some people like a thick burger. Everybody's kind of got their own. Yeah, it's like pizza. Yeah. You know what blows my mind is that people actually like Crystal and White Castle. Because those are some dumpster burgers. Yeah. Dumpster burgers. Mm. You go east mm. of the Mississippi and Dude, they're, they're everywhere. It is man. a grease-soaked bun I love White in Castle. a disgusting patty. I, yeah. No, they are see, absolutely to disgusting. To me, White Castle is kind of along the lines of your sliders. Not even you, in the same dimension. No, get out of here. Not I'm, even no, in no, the no, same let me dimension. Finish. It's a poor man's in bizarro version. world. It's maybe. a poor man's version of your it's sliders. A, it's a microwave sausage and biscuit version, man. It's no. <laughs> dude, valid. But my point being is, is it's 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 and and by the way, if anyone wants to know why Josh always talks about the sliders I make, the reason they're so good is because I worked at Coney Island in Stillwater, circa two thousands, like two thousand to two thousand and like five or so, and uh, the people that owned it at the time were from El Reno. And if you want the best burgers in Oklahoma, you have to go to El Reno and go to Burger Days. It's a, an event they do every year. Uh, they do the, some people call them fried onion burgers, some people call them onion fried burgers, whatever you want to call them. They grill the onions with the burger, and, yeah. and uh, the Good onion stuff. juice gets into the bun, and it's really delicious. Good stuff. Yeah. Are we off burgers now? Yeah, right, we're done, with, we're done with burgers. Man, All right, man. We're, we're two for two in a, being a. I got one. We're going to do you? You're going to do yeah, one? Yeah, we'll do him a couple, break it up with one of All us. All right, let's see what you got, Josh. I <laughs> swear if you say Punisher Warzone, I'm cutting your mic. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing with Punisher Warzone would beat that. Dave Matthews does a better rendition of All Along the Watchtower than Jimi Hendrix. Does it even deserve conversation? Hands down. Or do you? <laughs> no. That's just a hard nope. Does Dave Matthews do a good rendition of anything Dave Matthews? Yeah. They do a great rendition of All Along the Watchtower. Uh, I feel like that's probably one of my most hated bands. They're up if, there with like Coldplay and DMB. Nickelback. If, if I ever see a DMB sticker in the back of someone's vehicle, I mean, we've always joked like that just stands for dumb. Like these people are dumb and they're not worth talking to. You, I don't get it, man. Dave Matthews That's practically is like terrible. My high school soundtrack. Yeah. What's weird is like Josh, J Josh, especially given your today's haircut, like I would think you'd be like a metal guy. I like, am a metal. No, guy. you no, you are not. You're not a metal guy. You don't. Get he, to you like Dave Matthews and Three Eleven. He he likes stoner music. Dude, from I, like I know. That's what I'm early two thousand. He's just Listen, a stoner Listen, in disguise. Man. I hands down like all types of music. Yeah. So do I. But I don't like crappy music. Yeah. That's not music. <laughs> so Dave Matthews is like when my voice cracks constantly, someone's sequencing those yeah. things together, those cracks together <laughs> into a vocal. <laughs> <laughs> Awful. That have was you, a dead on. Perfect, perfect. Have you, have you said that before? No, that's the, you just came up with that now? Because that's pretty good. I mean, that is a pretty good <laughs> description of Dave Matthews. Oh, man. Oh, dude, Jimi Hendrix is from another planet, man. He was able to just... Well, he was hallucinating everything himself beautifully. Like, it just it's just beauty, man, what he did with no, that. No, I, I like Hendrix. And I think yeah. he did a great rendition of All Along the Watchtower. 
Yeah. Which yeah. isn't his song either. It's who? Neil? <laughs> it's Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan. There you mm-hmm. go. I was going to say Neil Young, but I. No. Tomato, tomato. Yeah. Anyway. Dave Matthews doesn't even do a better job than Bob Dylan. And you should, anyone should be able to do a better job than Bob Dylan on a song. <laughs> hey, well, we, can ag- we can agree to disagree on okay, that Okay. All right. Yeah. Let's all agree <laughs> that the world disagrees with Josh. <laughs> only other person on the planet who agrees with Josh is possibly Dave Matthews. No, no. only his mom. Yeah. Not, not even him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway. It's like, I tried. Yeah. I, I really tried. Anyway. <laughs> all right, Chris. Go ahead with number uh, number three. Right. Sorry, mine didn't create <laughs> as much conversation. Yeah, Josh. <laughs> so, for reference, before uh, before I say this, I just want to frame the statement. Um, I was born in '91. When you were talking about working back in 2000, I was nine. Yeah. And yeah. so you may be able to add something that I can't. Um, Reggie Bush is the best college football player of my lifetime. <sighs> Josh is going to say Vince Young. I can already see it in his eyes. Vince Young, Vince Young is probably up there. He's a Texas fan. Yeah, now, and now we're, are we, we're talking ninety-one. I'm not even sure that Josh isn't a fan of Vince Young's personal decisions. Even I no, mean, Josh no, just disagree. loves the guy. Basically, Vin, no, Vince Young. <laughs> I, I quit caring about Vince Young. We started he, wearing a cowboy hat the day he announced he was going to the NFL. <laughs> yeah, and not coming back for his senior year. Yeah, yeah. So better than Adrian Peterson. Peterson, yeah, that's... dude, Adrian Peterson probably. Okay, I was, I, I got, uh, I got fortunate one time. A friend of mine, um, his brother-in-law was a big wig in the whole fitness together group, mm-hmm. and uh, he was doing pretty good and had scored some pretty sweet tickets to an OU game when Peterson played. This is an early season game, so it was against a team that they were obviously going to romp over, and. Adrian Peterson came to the sidelines. I'm on about the 45-yard line, about 10 rows up, and I watch Adrian Peterson. Like I hear him run over this cornerback, and when he does it, man, you just saw this man's soul leave his body <laughs> because Adrian Peterson ran through him so hard, and you could just tell that it was a man amongst boys, and he continued to do that no matter whether the competition was a nobody or if it was one of the best teams in the nation. Adrian Peterson was flat out the baddest man I've ever see, seen on a college football field. Here's the thing, though. Was I've, he the best I've, player? I don't know. I've seen he was both just of superior in ability. Here's the thing. That doesn't mean he's the best player, just superior Adrian, in ability. Adrian Peterson played the same exact USC team practically for all intents and purposes that Vince Young played in 05 in the national championship. Adrian Peterson played him, and then Vince Young played him. Adrian Peterson got shut down. Vince Young did not yeah but that was kind of an anomaly type deal you know it wasn't how many people are still talking about vince yeah besides josh (laughs) yeah besides josh maybe a handful of other texas fans hold on to the last time they were relevant wrong every time every time the rose bowls on vince young scoring the game winning touchdown goes in and probably the greatest national championship of all time or at least recent history until last year yeah, I mean, is what Vince Young what did is amazing, year? but I mean, Johnny Manziel did some things that were similar to that in just taking over games with his feet as a quarterback because the defense wasn't ready for it, and he made Alabama look bad. I wouldn't put Johnny Manziel or Vince Young in the same breath with probably Reggie Bush or Adrian Peterson. You just did. <laughs> not, not in a – that's very factual, yes, I did. <laughs> but you know what I mean? As far as if you were talking about guys who are who great, um, Vince Young, yeah, he was he was a great college 
He did it. Dude, he did it for two seasons straight. He had a great game. He had a great he game. He did it all season. I'm just dude, saying. Don't, don't, don't he ain't Adrian Peterson. Don't talk about the 35-point deficit he had to come back in Stillwater to win. Well. Vince, I, if, if you tell me one player you, you can either recruit Adrian you know how many Peterson times or Vince Stillwater's Young, had a big Vince lead Young. and someone came back on him, though? Exactly. OSU kind of is known for that. But the point that. being is, is Vince Young has a national championship. Peterson had games that he disappeared in, i.e. Boise State, i.e. Texas a couple times. See, in college, I, I don't put as much stock in the national championship. Yeah, you're like I. No, I get what you're saying about winning one and all that because it's it's subjective. But the point being is, is I'm just saying if you gave me if you told me same. I could have any college quarterback, any college quarterback, quarterback, just quarterback. And you told me I could have any of them to make my super team out of. Vince Young is not at the top of my list. Adrian Peterson's not at the top of the list either. Adrian Peterson would be at the top. Really? Adrian Peterback at Peter's back. <laughs> Adrian really? Peterson's not a quarterback. So No, he, I'm he saying in, at his position, oh, though. At his position. Really? You're sure. talking about an up-the-gut runner, man, really? who was just killing really? people. Herschel Walker, Bo Jackson, Barry Sanders. maybe Earl Campbell. Barry Sanders. Um, Earl Red, Campbell, Red Tony Dorsett. Herschel Walker. Dude, you could list 100 people better than him. Better than Adrian. Yes. All I right. just gave you like five or six. Herschel and Walker is considered to be the best college Reggie running back Bush. of all time. There the, you go. Herschel Walker generally is, yeah. Best quarterback. College quarterback. Baker Mayfield, that was next. Bum, 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 bum. It's the truth. Get out of here. So there's there's a <laughs> lot of competition for this. I, I think yeah. Deshaun Watson's way up there. Uh, Deshaun, I get he, was, he was Deshaun pretty famous. And you know what? And I would say if you're gonna if if you're gonna put a Vince Young argument out there, you could put Deshaun Watson in that and 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 have a valid argument. Johnny Menzel, yeah, Baker not Mayfield, Menzel. Vince Young, number sixteen, all time quarterback. Yeah, all right, who's number one? Uh, They're going to say Danny Warfel, I bet. Nah, I think I'm trying oh, to see dude. who was first on there. Yeah, yeah, let's see who number one is before. Doug Flutie? No, <laughs> I want to say it was Sta- <laughs> I want to say it was Staubach. Roger Staubach. Oh, they're taking everybody. Sammy, yeah, this is all time. Sammy Ball. Sammy Ball. Yeah. Roger I, Staubach right behind him. Yeah. So, I didn't yeah. know he played for Navy. But, see, yeah, yeah. we're talking about the 91 to yeah. now era. Yeah. I don't know, man. Y'all watch college football a lot more than I do, but just I saw Adrian Peterson. What he did was pretty impressive to me. Hey, man, Adrian Peterson's a great player. And I'm going to tell you this right now. The fact that Johnny Manziel has a Heisman Trophy and Adrian Peterson does not is a travesty. Yeah. yeah. Because the only reason Adrian Peterson doesn't have a Heisman Trophy is because he was a freshman. Yeah. Yep. You know what I mean? And so, I mean, say it however you want to say it. The, the Heisman class for Johnny Manziel – Arguably, and you could call this a controversial statement, the weakest Heisman class of all time. Who else was in it? Exactly. I don't know. <laughs> but I can yeah. tell you, Re- Reggie Bush, when Reggie Bush won it, Vince Young and Matt Leiner yeah. were in it. That's when hefty. Matt Leiner won it, Adrian Peterson and Jason White. Yeah. You know what I mean? Jason and, and so White. When, yeah. Colt, when Sam Bradford won it, it was Colt McCoy and Tim Tebow. And uh, when Mark Ingram won it, it was Colt McCoy and Tim Tebow. And, and yeah. so that. you know so, they've got Tim Tebow at the top of that list too. Is one of the greatest college players. Of all as far as a college football player, yeah, he was college, fantastic. But the point yeah. being is, is you cannot name anybody on the list uh, with uh, with Johnny Menzel. That he was a hundred percent. He he won the Heisman based on one game and one game alone. Yeah. Might be the first Heisman winner with a six and four record to ever win the Heisman as well. The uh, 
one of the things I look at though with this is if if you've got a great quarterback that comes in and makes people forget about another court, great quarterback that was just there, that's something pretty spectacular. Like at Clemson, uh, the what was it three or four years before Deshaun Watson was there, Taj Boyd was there. That was a guy that was yeah. at was the good. time Clemson's best quarterback ever, and Deshaun Watson made him irrelevant. Yeah. Um, Tim Tim Tebow came in and. He sort of split some duties with Chris Leak, but he made people forget that Chris Leak started and won a national championship at Florida. Um, and then no, the, I agree. And the opposite happens too. Uh, Peyton Manning was fantastic at Tennessee. That's another guy that deserves a Heisman that didn't get one because they decided to give it to what, Charles Woodson that year. Yeah, they wanted. Well, that's and that's the thing they they wanted to break norms, and you have guys who benefited from it, i.e. Manziel. Mm-hmm i.e. Darren Woodson, you know, who, you know, granted he punt return, but he was a defensive yeah. guy. He we had no offense. But you got to look at it from the standpoint of Herschel Walker doesn't have a Heisman. Well, or he didn't win a Heisman his freshman year. He, I think he has a Heisman. And he was saying from 1991, his lifetime. So I was just looking at running backs, and in your lifetime, outside of Adrian Peterson, the only ones I'm seeing on the list that are as good or better by this person's, you know, list here is uh ron dane remember that guy ricky williams you never bring him up you're a texas fan i would think you'd bring him up i think he's see i think he's better than peterson barry barry sanders does does make the list uh and he was 86 to 88 so technically outside of your lifetime what we were talking about you know who's not on this list reggie bush It wasn't a traditional running back. Well, that, that's yeah. true. You're looking yeah. at a more all more of an athlete. And you said more of a football back. player. You were like he was the best football player, sure. so when, not just a running back. When he had the ball in open space, you had no idea what was going to happen. In '91, you also have Rashad Salam, mm-hmm. who put together one of the yeah best. And this was just this was just one list I found. This was a top 16. Yeah. Almost everybody on this list is from like the like Jim Brown, Earl Campbell, and. Barry Sanders was well, from when a time when the quarterback was not as important. There, it used to be running back was what won you everything. If you well, had the yeah. best running back in the nation, you were going to run all well, over the and if you, But it was also that was also a time where your if your quarterback were in the Heisman talks, that guy went on to have a pretty prolific pro career because they ran pro style stuff. Mm-hmm. If, yeah. if, if for if a if a quarterback was going to get recognized because they ran a pro style offense and Peyton Manning probably a, a great example of an offense that ran just like the pros and that's why he was uh, so highly regarded. So I, I forget how good Ricky Williams was though. Yeah, he was good because he fell away. But man, he he was that everything back. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, he he checked all the boxes. Yeah, and, and and I would say that probably the 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 not maybe what holds Peterson back is he wasn't a pass threat. Uh, like, like, especially Reggie Williams. If you want to talk about Reggie Williams, Reggie Williams. That's what I'm getting pastor. at. He ran up the gut and just destroyed people. That so, there's something to be said for that. So mm-hmm. third and long out. Yeah, but Ron Dane did the same thing, man. I mean, yeah, I think being, I think Adrian Peterson's better than Ron Dane. I get, I agree, but I'm talking about you want to you want an all around back. You want to talk running back. He's got to be able to be be third and long. You got to have him on the field, and yeah. you don't have Adrian Peterson on the field on third and long. Because yeah, he's not a threat. In fairness, that was during a time, uh, maybe not as much during Peterson's time, but the uh, the closer and closer we get to today, um, the more and more accessible third and long is. So going further and further back, teams are were more likely to just give up on third and long, just That's true. run a check down and gain five yards for their yeah. punt. Yeah. yeah. So.
No, you're right. Game's changed a lot, hasn't it? Yep. <laughs> All right, man. What's the next one? That was a good one. Yeah. Oh, me again. Okay. <laughs> no, man. Well, uh, that's right. You're, you're, Sure. Uh, Jar Jar Binks is the worst character in the history of cinema. That is that is that's not this. anything that anyone would disagree with. No, I, yeah, I hear I that's not a controversial statement. It's, it's not. No. It shouldn't be. I have. I know people that love the prequels, and I, I don't know what's wrong with them. If you know people that love the prequels, you need to unknow them. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Prequels aren't bad. They're terrible. That's They're, a controversial statement. I see. I say that yeah. to get people. I really do. When it comes to Star Wars. I can't watch them. I can't watch the prequels. They're that bad. I can't go back and watch them again. Even for like entertainment, they're, the they're, entertainment of watching a bad movie, I can't do it. They're bad cartoons, man. Yeah. They're just they, you could tell that the the whole goal that Lucas was going for in them was just to play with all his new toys. Darth I mean, Maul was he was doing cool. he was just playing with his new toys, his new sound, his new uh, you know, CGI stuff. He and I mean, everything else just got totally lost. Like, yeah. stupid story. Darth, Darth Maul was a good character that they didn't give a single line to and killed in five minutes. Well, um, yeah. Yoda. Well, sorry. Killed. I thought, Yoda, <laughs> I, thought, I thought Yoda fighting was pretty cool. They're the doing the flips and all nah, the weird stuff. More, more like a real Yoda I'm, rather I'm, than just I'm telling a, you, man, the flippy Yoda is stupid. Yoda's such a Jedi master, he would use very subtle movements and just make you look foolish. It, it's just... Someone throwing like a Kermit the Frog doll up and down repeatedly. Your kid could go through that fight sequence just with a Yoda doll, just throwing it up in there. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Mama, I'm, I'm fighting Yoda. <laughs> That's just like the movie. <laughs> so bad. Has that sequence down? Yeah, those movies were terrible. So bad. Uh, John Williams was the only thing that. Yep. That was good about those movies. Yeah. The scores are great. Yeah. He's Duel a staple. Duel of the Fates is one of the better uh, cinematic tracks of all time. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't think that was real controversial. Well, yeah. I no. Think, but I think you pretty much just kind of. Like he said, these are facts. I mean, I'm easing into it a little bit. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, let's, let's do a controversial one this time. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we could just, if we wanted to bring you on to state facts. <laughs> 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 all right. Got a couple back to back here. Um, first, the first one is that uh, music is not getting worse. We're just becoming our parents. Mm. Okay, that's a tough one to take. I, I, know, I think man. I can. I think I can make a point to to disagree with that. I think yeah. if you, I think if you look at older musicians, they were writing their own music and playing instruments whilst singing. And now you just have like with like degenerate rap. The beats are awesome, no doubt, but those guys aren't making it, and they've got seventeen people writing the stupid lyrics that they're spouting out. Like Beyonce has not written a song in her life. Beyonce has not come up with a beat in her life. Versus you know, the Eagles who wrote their own music, played their own instruments. See, same with Queen. Those old bands. I, I think I think music was a lot more genuine. I kind of, I kind of would, I always, I, I, I would think about this and I would try and have some self-reflection with that thought in mind. Like, am I getting old to where the music is just progressing the way it did when I was younger and I'm just not keeping up with it the same way my parents did or whatever. And then I listened to a guy by the name of Little Zan and Music is terrible today. <laughs> I mean, let's listen. Yeah, it, yeah, some of it. What, what is being. Here's the thing. And, and, and kind of along what Corey was saying, too. In order to make it in the music world in the past, you had to get discovered. You had to be talented. 
you had to di- get discovered and you had to be popular and you had to you had to put out a good quality product because if you didn't you were gone yeah now you have social media youtube it doesn't take anything now you can create the music on a computer and and whatever and you just put it out there and i think it's good and bad i think it's good in the sense that it takes the record labels out of it so now you can get some more uh you can discover talent uh, eat more easily now rather than what they're trying to force feed you on the radio and so forth. But it's bad too because then you have guys like uh, Takashi 69 and Lil Xan. What a triple X Tentacion or whatever. Yeah. He's the dead one, right? Well, yeah, I mean, and he actually has some pretty decent stuff. But Yeah, he's on the Spider-Man soundtrack. Yeah, but, but the point being is, I mean, now you're getting all of it out there. and yeah. And well, the internet is just Pandora's box for every type right. of industry. So you're going to get so much garbage amongst very little good stuff. Right. That I don't I don't see a whole lot of new bands popping up, like band bands. Sure. Where yeah. people are playing instruments and doing stuff like that. It's all individual singing with beats to back it yeah, up. Yeah, how old's Bless the Fall? <clears throat> I couldn't tell you. Well, I mean, music may be actually, you know, declining. It, it very well could be, and this is probably something that's gone on for a long time. I mean, think about what people who were into classical music thought the first time they heard jazz or what people who were into jazz thought the first time they heard, you know, blues, uh, you know, and what did the blues th- singer think the first time they heard some guy doing a pop song? You know, it, it's just what what the people want. If the people want it, if the people like it, then you're making music. doesn't matter if everybody doesn't like it. If somebody likes it, you're making music to them. No, I agree. But I like you know, podcast. as far as like as as far as like breaking music down to you know like the in- intricacies and stuff, you know, I, well, you know, the the classical musician, you know, is the one who's actually taking it, but I, to that level to where it could actually be getting better. I think it, but I think but it's more, more of a. I think music today is less about the music, and more about the brand. Yeah, of yeah. the person the, and the, the social out. aspect that you know, surrounds right. it. So you know, I, country music used to be about the simple simplifying it because the country lifestyle was a simple lifestyle and they liked their music to reflect their lifestyle. So they liked it simple. And that's why people made fun of it. But then now, now, since you don't have as many people living on farms and now living in the country is more about country bling and, you know, being a little bit, you know, kind of weird. So I I was, I want to nuance what you said a little bit. Now I, I think hit music is getting that way to where it's, um, it's getting to the point where that sort of genuine feel, if you will, uh, the, the performance aspect of it, uh, by the people claiming to perform the track, um, that's starting to fade a little bit in, in the mainstream. It's not completely gone. Um, certainly, but it, that's starting to fade a little bit. Uh, the flip side is you can find plenty of great music that's being put out today. No, I agree with you 100 percent there. I, yeah, I, I, it's just I, more obscure. I think yeah. I think you're absolutely right. I think the mainstream music is getting terrible. You're, uh, you're just not going to find like, it on the radio. No, yeah, that, yeah, that's a great point. Um, I'd agree with that 100. Yeah, you, know, you 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 asked about a band. Uh, Greta Van Fleet is a new band that's come out in the past couple of years. They are basically a ripoff of both Led Zeppelin and ACDC. Yes, but in today's uh, in today's music world, if you will, that's actually refreshing. Yeah. Oh, no, it would I be. agree. And, and people be. using that. And that's the thing, man, is I <clears throat> talked about the last podcast, introduced my kids to queen, uh, this 
past, you know, and we actually listened to more of it on the way down to Austin. Uh, and they're like, man, this, this, they really enjoyed the music. And I remember when I was younger in the nineties, hearing some bands and enjoying it and finding out they're from the seventies and eighties, you know, which I'm like, okay, man, like pop's music isn't that bad, you know, but neither is mine. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and producing a, a hit single, has been boiled down to an algorithm. It, you need oh, your intro yeah. to be this long and feature this many instruments, and then you need to talk about these topics. Your mm-hmm. song needs to be within this range of possible times. Uh, you can only use these instruments. There's actually uh, one rhythm uh, it has been called like the millennial beat that pops up in almost every single hit, uh, hit What's song. What's that sound uh, like, Corey? It, What's that? The millennial beat. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't I wouldn't know millennial. <laughs> What's funny is ever since we've had that conversation, not to detract too much, but since we've had that conversation about who is and isn't a millennial, I've fallen into Generation X, Zennials, Millennials, and then there's Generation is it Z. Y or the one that's like in between, like uh, uh, maybe yeah, between, you can call it whatever you want. Yeah, well, they there's another name for like a being between a millennial and Generation X. Like yeah. here's the thing, it doesn't matter because I don't I don't fall into the the guidelines that they follow. Controversial so. statement: You're a millennial. No controversial <laughs> statement. And you're a secret Coldplay lover. Oh, <laughs> says the guy that listens to listens. Dave Matthews. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, no, I, I agree with you. Yeah, I got one along those lines though. What's that? Let's hear it. A, a controversial statement. What? I think the Beatles, Aerosmith, and the Rolling Stones are way overrated. And I think bands like The Outfield, Toto, Blue Oyster Cult, and Thin Lizzy don't get enough credit. I 100% agree. Okay. There you go. All right. Y'all agree. I would have to go listen to those bands you just listed. I didn't... Toto? Africa? That, okay. So, yeah, I know the joke song. Yeah, Rosanna, but what else? Rosanna. Um, Hold just, the line. Just listen to their entire first album. It's yeah. fantastic. Then Ro- Lizzie. Then Lizzie's real good. All right. Don't get enough credit because you know it's, it's. I think it's all about. It kind of goes back to that branding. Their brand wasn't as strong as these other bands we sure. mentioned. That's why. Well, their brand, especially Toto, uh, was it was a, a, an almost strictly musical brand. Yep. Like they, um, the appeal of a band like that was you know the musicianship of its members. Um, Many of the members of Toto uh, had a hand composing and performing uh, the backing tracks to Michael Jackson's Thriller album. Yeah, uh, they so were they're musicians. fantastic musicians right. yeah. uh, that happened to pop in and out of the mainstream exactly. from time to time. Exactly. That's how the band was. You know that and, band, the band? Yeah. <laughs> they were all basically top musicians uh, with other people, and this dude named Ronnie Hawkins was just like, won't y'all be in my band? And, I mean, he assembled them, and then Bob Dylan took them over, and then, you know, they had their own little solo. Well, that's like Metallica. Metallica, I don't think, was going anywhere with Mitch Mustaine. I guess I missed what happened. I thought we were talking about three bands, and now we're talking about, like, 18. Oh, we got to talk about musicians. Okay. Anyway. Mitch Mitch Mustaine was with Metallica. Versus a band. I liked liked the Rolling Stones. I think they're they're legitimately a good band. The Beatles, I've I've, I've always hated the Beatles. I'm not saying I don't like the Beatles. I I don't like Aerosmith. I like the Stones. I don't like Aerosmith I just think they get more credit. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying they're necessarily bad. I'm just saying they're overhyped, and there are other bands out there that I would put on that level. I think if you were to take someone who was totally clueless about anything that's happened in the last 100 years, and brought them in. They're like, "What is rock and roll music?" You would just play them some Rolling Stones. Yeah, 
No, I, and I's not saying the I mean, stones are they, bad. They, they are rock and roll music. I'm yeah. not saying they're bad. I'm saying they're overrated. They get too much hype. They're good. They're not no, as good. I think, I think the Rolling Stones have earned it. I think, I think, yeah, I think, I think people, the Beatles. I, I think the Stones are popular because people like wearing T-shirts with big fat lips with a tongue sticking out on it. Well, you could say the same thing about the Beatles, man. No, see, People only know their album covers more than their music. Here's the now, thing the about most, the Beatles. The most overrated band, just because people like to wear their T-shirts or ride it on bathrooms walls, is Slayer. Slayer sucks. Yes, or yes, ACDC. No. <laughs> I agree. AC, Slayer is unlistenable music, I, man. I agree with you. Slayer is terrible. Unless you're cutting your own wrist the at thing the about, time. <laughs> the thing about the Beatles, though, is I always feel like when someone does a cover of a Beatles song, it's always better yeah. when the cover when the other band They were does very it. inventive, though. They took music areas that right. had been before. You can't, you can't yes. talk. You a can't, lot of bands that are around today is because the Beatles opened that door for them. Yeah, you can't disagree with the innovation part of it. Yeah. On the complete, uh, but that could be timing more than anything. On the complete opposite end of the spectrum, Pitbull just did a track over Toto's Africa, as did Weezer. Uh, that that was fine. Yeah, that that cover was Weezer. fine. Okay. See, you Weezer, want, you, you want, want to talk about a band that's gone downhill, man? Who? Weezer, Weezer. That yeah. was their that was their first Dude. single to chart in Weez- ten years. Weezer was so good whenever I was in junior high, man. Everybody mm. loved Weezer. Like they were right there with like Blink One Eighty Two and some other decent bands. But uh, at the time, they were considered to be decent. Uh, I think I feel like Blink One Eighty Two has made a decent comeback. Their last album was pretty good. Um, but Weezer, man, what was the what was the one? Uh, it, it came out no, came out mid two thousands. It was terrible. Something about dreams or something like that. But anyway, their first two albums, amazing. Yeah. But I don't like. I don't is that know. the one with Beverly Hills on it? Yes. Yeah. yeah, that was just too poppy. We are all alone together. I think is the is the name of that album. Yeah. yeah. No, Weezer's right. first two albums, though. I mean, those songs hold up really, really well. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. No, Just like make Jimmy believe. Eats World. Make believe is the yeah, name Jimmy, of the album. Yeah, Jimmy. What, dude? What happened to them, man? They were good too. Yeah. Jimmy so. Eats World, All American Rejects. Like there were some good bands Duncan. I felt that came out like early two thousands that just Duncan disappeared. Sheet. Yeah. I think that no. pop punk just kind of went out. Yeah. yeah. All right. But so. anyway, that's All an right, Oklahoma man. band. What do you got, Chris? Um. So, m- music hasn't gotten worse um we're just becoming our parents but late night comedy and talk talk shows have gotten much worse objectively uh, yeah no objectively definitely yeah. they, they are terrible they are bad i haven't seen one in a long time exactly yeah it's a well, political platform now is all it is that, the that humor part, is dead that part's true um <clears throat> You know what my favorite thing about uh, Johnny Carson and David Letterman? Uh, they were two of my favorites. That shows how old I am. Leno was terrible. But I the, what yeah, I liked Leno about them too is they were epic at bombing jokes. The worse the jokes were going over, the more their personality came out and the way they handled it. By the end of it, Dave Letterman's top ten list are his most iconic thing he did. They are not funny. He had never said one funny thing in the top ten list. It was his reaction to how bad each joke was yeah, Conan O'Brien in the was top probably ten the last list. One to do that successfully. And Conan was funniest during the writer strike. Yeah, mm-hmm. Conan was funniest during the writer strike when he had the desk that he drove around yeah. and everything. Now I do, I do find the entertaining, but again, I don't need to watch the late night show to do it as much as just the YouTube stuff. Yeah. Sure. Car the the karaoke one where the dudes sing in the car. He picks them up and they sing. James Corden. Yeah. Yeah. He that's pretty good. I think Terrible. some of Fallon's skits are pretty good. 
Fallon, uh, Fallon I, as much as I hate Fallon, he's he's the best thing on like, late night right like now. Like the lip sync battles or whatever. Yeah. I mean, those, those, or, yeah, those are pretty decent. Well, he's trying to keep, like, the... He's trying to keep humor in it, whereas everybody else is just giving up on it. Well, and he's kind of the polar opposite of Letterman, where his show is all about the skits. I don't think he as a person is very funny at all. No, no he's yeah. not. Well, he's, he ruined Saturday Night Live. I don't know, man. His his impressions are pretty good. He just he doesn't do them very often. He's yeah. very cringy. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's he's very cringy. cringy. Yeah, you're right. Saturday Night Live has gotten much worse too. Yeah, it's unwatchable. It's, I haven't seen it in a long time. Exactly. Don't bother. Yeah. <laughs> don't bother. Just just go on YouTube and. Watch. I don't know, man. I think the Jeopardy ones are pretty funny though. Yeah. Yeah, on occasion. Yeah. And it's yeah. been a while since. Well, other than the 40th anniversary show, it's been a while since one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool, man. What else you got? Okay. Just rapid fire through. <laughs> oh, uh, music videos are completely irrelevant. They've been irrelevant for at least five years. They've probably been irrelevant for closer to 15. I think fifteen's what oh oh four oh three. I think that I think that kind of comes back to us getting older. Um, if you look at how many plays they get on YouTube, they're still super relevant because they're. I mean, I would say like your average music video probably gets about twenty million plays in its run. Versus how many people you'd have to look at how many people were tuning into TRL back in the day. It was probably right around ten million people a day, but- something like that. Why? My question then is, why are they getting the views? Is it because people want to actually go in and watch the video, or is it they just want the background music and that's the cheapest either, way? Either or. To do it? I think I think a lot of it is kids. I think I think YouTube is driven by children aged ten to fi- ten to fifteen. Fifty Cent now, did an interview and he talked about that. Yeah, yeah said, I, but I don't know. Does I don't think YouTube YouTube Red doesn't play the videos while you or the YouTube Music doesn't play videos while you play the music, right? It's just can. a music player. You well, can being the being and, old. and does that give views to? I don't think it gives the views to the music video i think it's two different things yeah the, the music player versus actual youtube the venue or whatever so it you mean, is 50, cent, 50 cent made the point i think i think people are watching them i think kids are watching them yeah. i don't think we as adults are 50 cent made the point that that people aren't getting their music out there because they won't take the time to put out a music video yeah so i think it's it's more of a marketing thing but i don't think it's i think the platform's changed because i do think bet and mtv are irrelevant like, do you remember, I can't remember what the number was, but the Backstreet Boys spent like $15 million making like one video one time. I remember that being like a, a big deal. And it well, and it was like the number one video for like three months or something I, stupid like that. I would that. say, uh, and this is just me guessing, but with hip hop, are people watching the videos to get the dances? That's that's probably some of it. Yeah, um, I, I would say the videos are still relevant because... And that is another reason music is getting terrible. Because people well, are putting music out to make dances. Well, you know that there's a... Oh, that's what James Brown did on a lot of his stuff, well, too, there's though. And there's a lawsuit going on right now where people are trying to copyright dance moves because Fortnite has taken their dance moves and sold them to children. The Carlton. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What, what's his face that, that played him? Uh, Alfonso. Well, yeah. Alfonso, yeah. There, there's, yeah there's suing Fortnite. Yeah, there's three people. There's Carlton, there's Turk from Scrubs is suing for his dance that he did on Scrubs, and then the the one that's really popular right now where it looks like the dude's... The backpack kid? No, not the floss. Um, it's another dude with a music video. I can't remember. It's I can't remember the name of the dance either, but it looks like Soldier you're having... Soldier Boy. A, but they're, no, but it looks they're like you're having a seizure standing up. Yeah, is what it it's, looks like. it's, it's one thing if they're just doing them, but they're selling the ability yes. to do this dance to right. kids. Right, they're monetizing it. But yeah. the thing is, it's like... It, it's one of those things where... 
you came up with the idea, but did you do anything to protect the idea? Yeah. Like we had this argument last year in the in the airsoft industry because a kid made a product, an amazing product, but didn't get it patented. Yeah. So another bigger company took the idea, changed it a little bit about it, and then sold it at half the price. Yeah. Well, everybody everybody's ragging on that company, but the company did nothing illegal. Whether yeah. you like it or not, uh, it doesn't it's matter. It's but not yeah, illegal. Exactly. Yeah. It was a good business decision for that business. Yeah. Because whether people support it or not, they're still selling it at half hey, the price. And that's the thing, man. It, cutthroat is not illegal. Yeah. And it is it is a guarantee that well, in life a, you're going to deal with cutthroat. Yeah, how yeah. much does a patent cost? I don't think a patent is super expensive. Yeah, it's just not. the process of getting one. Yeah. It no. takes it takes years. No, it, it it's more. I don't know that it really costs you, anything but, hardly. Other than, yeah, but if you have there a, might be a small filing fee. Yeah, but but uh, my point being though is if that kid had done it with a patent pending, then he easily could make a case when that bigger company came in and, yes. and took it. Yeah, you know, no people people sue because people violate patent laws all yeah, the time. That's all but, I'm but most people they they want that instant gratification, that instant money. So they just rush the product out there. They find a manufacturer the and they point. create it, that's and people rip it. it, if you, it Learn just, from that, listeners. And that's the point, man. If he was selling it to make money, he should have taken the time to put a patent out on it. Yeah. Um, and keep in mind, China does not care about our patent laws. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> they no, do not care what? at all. I've got a $5 razor that proves that. Yeah. <laughs> and that, guess what? Because yeah. it's a total copy of a, of a $30 say, razor. I would say the lesson that kid learned in Airsoft. Is probably greater than any. Well, and unfortunately, airsoft is an industry that's fairly small, so mm-hmm. a lot of people went ahead and bought his stuff. No, yeah, and I mean, there were some stores buying the cheaper product, but individuals were not buying the cheaper product. Yeah. They were buying his product at sixty dollars. Yeah, I mean, it was a loader, right? Which yeah. sounds sound simple, but the old loaders took like a minute or two to load each magazine with the BBs. His takes nine seconds. You could do your entire yeah. loadout in like a minute. But what he could do is he could patent it. He could brand it and then yep. sell his brand as being the superior right. version yeah. and make people be like, well, if you've got the other one, then that's a knockoff. Yeah. And I mean, his, his, the, so, the invention was genius. He has options. The, the invention was genius. Uh, he just, there were some mistakes made in the manufacturing process and the way it was marketed and put out there. It opened himself up for what happened. Did he create it or did his dad create it? No, the kid's an engineer, I think. Yeah, How old is he? Dude, what's weird is there's a lot of engineers in Airsoft, and they're all creating hey, products. And you know what? And it doesn't surprise me that that engineer didn't mess with any of the other stuff. Yeah. Because that's, that's, I mean, a lot of people, you know, engineers, they have that mindset to create. They don't have that mindset over here. Like, <laughs> hey, how can I keep from getting taken I'm, advantage of? How can I market yeah. it and make money yeah, out yeah. of it? Exactly. Yeah, well, no. as the as the oldest guy probably on the panel, um, how how much older am I than you, Josh? About, about three, a, four years? About a year. Oh, just a year? Okay. Well, Josh probably knows. When we were kids and the videos took off, because that's where this all started, uh, when we were kids and the videos first took off on MTV, it was a huge deal to be able to see the band you listened to. Um, man, I mean, and the videos were uh, were catchy. You know, I mean, they, they, they made... Uh, I mean, they they told stories sometimes, or sometimes it was a it was footage from a live concert. I remember my favorite way to listen to Paradise City was watching Guns N' Roses perform well, it in their music and, video and I think goes, for a crowd. I agree, and I think it goes back to the songwriting. But that now. all changed in about '92. See, videos are probably less relevant now than then because the songwriting's different. Mm-hmm. Now you just you have a song called Gucci Boy or Gucci Man uh, or Gucci Gang. Sorry, it's called yeah. Gucci Gang, and someone went in and took the word. Gucci gang out of the song and it's like a four minute song and it cut it down to like 20 something seconds because <laughs> yeah. he says Gucci gang the entire time Yeah. so how are you going to make a video that whereas in, it used to be you wanted to watch the video 
to kind of understand what they're talking about in the song. Yeah. You know, and kind of get a better interpretation of it. Now you don't have that because they're just saying the same thing over. Like, you kind of get the point of the song after the first chorus because... Here, yeah. Here's my controversial statement. Linkin Park has the best music videos. I've never seen a single Linkin Park video. Mm. Really? You've you never ever seen Breaking the Habit? You ever heard of a dude named Michael Jackson? On, yeah, I honestly didn't listen to Linkin Park, though. You say that because of one music video and one music video. What music video? Thriller. Dude, you didn't think Beat It was great? It was uh, right. Billy Jean, where he's stepping on those... Uh, exactly. He's sidewalking, they turn, they light dude, up. Dude, really? Smooth Criminal? Smooth Criminal. Sorry, man. That dude goes vertical. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Every Michael Jackson video was fantastic. Exactly. It, they, they How about there? Linkin Park made amazing music videos without touching kids. Uh, <laughs> Point, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> well, my slightly controversial, I guess, take um, is I actually don't like Linkin Park. I never what? did. Uh, I never did. How? Why? Well, why? I, I well, at the time, I was in college. Talk about declining music. Though. And uh, what? Linkin Park? Yeah. And dude, their their last album was actually pretty good. I was getting to where they, I was. They had I, one bad one in between. I, I was getting to where all the music that was getting put out was just. I hated Backstreet Boys and NSYNC and all the boy bands. Yeah. And all the rock bands like Korn and Limp Biscuit and Linkin Park and, and all Watch the rock it. bands that were Watch coming it. out. I thought they were taking rock in a direction. I was like, this is all just trash rock music. So mm. it just it totally started going a direction away from what I liked. And I don't know. I kind of thought most people that listened to it were just a bunch of weird cutter kids who didn't have I real think, problems but like pretending <laughs> like they did. I like to think they got a middle class lifestyle and it. I it think the sucks. moment I think the moment that I decided I really liked Linkin Park was when I listened to Hybrid Theory all the way yeah. through without skipping a single right. song. But I also hate pop that says talk, a, that so. says a lot about a band because all bands now will put out a CD with ten to fifteen tracks on it and you'll skip ten of them. Yeah, and I'm, they and they might have because all they're going for is those three hit songs per album. Yeah, because they'll put out another album in that time frame. Yeah, but Linkin Park, I would say their first two to three CDs I could listen to all the way through without skipping a single song because they're yeah. that good. So. Yeah, it just wasn't my style. I guess was the main thing. Yeah. Your style sucks. Okay. <laughs> Hybrid Theory was fantastic. Hybrid, Medi- yeah. Meteora was fantastic. Yeah, Medi- no, those are those are great. Yeah, no, and that's why it's kind of controversial. I realize you know a lot of people love that, but you know it's just butt rock to me, dude. It, or what about uh, what was the I, name I, of the mashup I album? Disagree. With, yeah, Reanimation statement. with uh, Jay Z. Incredible. Yeah. Oh, the mashup one. Yeah, that dude. You know, I've not there's really not a better any Jay-Z not that either. mashups are really a thing, but that's what? probably the best yeah. one ever. I've not really listened to any Jay Z. See, Jay Z to me, I don't listen to a lot of music anymore that's actually been put out in the last twenty years. I I kind of when I was in college, I started going backwards in time and what I listened to rather than keeping up with what was new because I just didn't like the direction it was going. I was like, it's not really my style. So my style was more, you know, older stuff. Yeah. So I'm more fluid. Yeah. Yeah. I like so it. so where you were saying earlier that music isn't getting worse, we're just becoming our parents. Apparently I started becoming my parents when I was twenty years old. Yeah. Hey, well let me let me toss this out, out there. What do you think is the the worst what we would generally consider to be terrible music? Like what I guess what's your guilty pleasure? Which one do you like? Mine's post Malone. I think a lot of people throw him in with the degenerate rappers. I I like his sound. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people would would say that he's one of the worst. Uh, he sounds but, like, but he's, he's, he's also famous, so yeah. he obviously he does. Like he it. sounds like he's on Xanax, but I like his beats. My guilty yeah. pleasure. Yeah, dude, probably I'd probably have to go back. Everything to the, Josh likes is a guilty <laughs> pleasure, man. I'd probably have to go back to the '90s, man, and say the uh, yeah, in sync, 
like boy band stuff. Yeah, you, you like do the like boy, the boy bands. Boy bands. I, yeah. I, I, yeah. Uh, yeah. You and Brittany actually have a lot of the same uh, music taste. Yeah, you're both women. Oh. <laughs> no, here's the thing, man. <laughs> like, listen, the, my music preference yeah. is hard. Yeah. That's, that's top. So, like, metal, hard hip-hop, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But uh, I'm an emotional guy. And, and, and he's like an onion. Yeah, he has can. layers. Exactly. Your I'm an emotional monster, guys. Emotional. I'm an emotional so, monster. Exactly. I'm an emotional guy, and so <laughs> I need a wide variety of music in order to uh, Deal with express all of myself. Yeah, oh. exactly. So I fall into moods. I'm always listening to music. So which though. mood does Limp Biscuit fit into? <laughs> yeah. That that falls into like, the hard stuff. That's that's the mood when his finger pokes through the toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. But that, that's what I was, so that's pretty good. All right. That's valid too. But yeah, no, but that's it. It's more hardcore stuff that if I'm gonna choose like something to listen to, but then I get into moods. Dude, I love uh Sarah Borellis. I don't okay. know if you guys know her, uh, but I can't stand like the Nora Jones and those kind of things. But for some reason, I dig her. I, mean, I like Nora Jones. She's she's yeah. soothing. So I like I like like I said Sarah Bareilles, and I'll listen to that. My you know wife looks at me weird, but it's okay. So yep. there is a uh, you know one of the discussions that's been had this holiday season is the uh, uh, the appropriateness of baby. It's cold outside. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't really care about that discussion, but what I can tell you is unquestionably the creepiest rendition of that song is Nora Jones and Willie Nelson singing. There definitely needs to be some context <laughs> to the song. Yeah, like I don't I don't like I don't like that song at all, but when you listen to it, it's weird. It's a weird song. <laughs> well, it it's it's I get from the era. It's probably right there. Like Sinatra singing it with someone like whoever. But you're right. Willie Nelson and Nora Jones is kind of like, Maybe <laughs> nah. it's cold out. <laughs> yeah. like, hold on, Willie. Yeah, it's a, it's it's a weird song. Willie, you're going to gonna keep your hands to yourself. <laughs> you're 92 well, years old. <laughs> you know, Nora Jones has a very good voice. Um, and then Willie Nelson just comes in like the creepy great uncle. And yeah. It's like, I just, yeah. No, that's, mm. that's that's very yeah. No, that's that's true. enough. <laughs> oh man! Well, I would say probably some of the things that I would call a guilty pleasure in music. A lot of people would say is actually good. Um, I definitely consider you know Journey one of those guilty pleasures. You know, everybody likes Journey though. But man. yeah, but that's I guess anybody who's ever played Rock Band. Yeah, kids like Journey. Yeah. Um, well, that's the other thing too. Is is like I remember like some good songs come out. Pantera and all that, and they're like, "Hey, this song's on Rock Band." Yeah, my dude. Yeah. Hey, but that's a that's that's this a good is, avenue for kids to learn good music. No, I man. agree. But I'm like, dude, I was pulling, and, and but they they look at it as like it's a new song. Yeah, it's like, dude, I was pulling to the high school parking lot with this blaring. Yeah, out the old Ford Ranger. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, that's a cool story, Dad. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No. Um. Separate ways, though, is the is the worst music video ever made. Yeah. Separate, uh, ways. separate ways is the worst music video ever made that actually got some attention. We'll put it that way. Yeah, um, in the day of YouTube, I could put out a music a music video before I go to sleep tonight, and it'd be worse than that. But that yeah. music video, wow, it's cringeworthy. It's worth. Have you seen it where they like 
they're they're playing the song and they're just stalking a woman walking around the entire time but the band shows up on ran in random places on sidewalks and on the street <laughs> and, and at times they're playing their instrument and at other times they're playing like an air version of their instrument and it's just it's just cringy see uh, i think uh what was the song uh, uh to me the cringiest music video it was the song for uh armageddon where it's uh steven Aerosmith. yeah wasn't it? That's Brittany Tucker's favorite song. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> don't want to close my it, eyes. It's like, it's like he's singing like a sensual love asleep. song featuring his daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Super weird. Because I miss you, babe. Well, that's the thing, though. She's been in a couple of his videos. Yeah. And they're all kind of in that same like, yeah, fashion. You're like, hmm. It's like, easy, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Calm yeah. down, Dad. No. All right, Chris, what else you got? So, all right. Um. What else do we have? Um, oh, the worst sports town in America is Chicago. And by that, I mean the worst sports fans in America come from Chicago. Uh, Philly. Disagree. Philly and Boston. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, Philadelphia has to be way up there just because of what we witnessed recently with the Super Bowl. <laughs> and too bad. How they, 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 how they destroyed their city. the whole country. <laughs> they destroy their city if they win or lose. And, and it even <laughs> poured over into the rest of the country. They yeah. were defacing other things, other places. Yeah. Um. Uh, so Philadelphia's got to be way up there. See, I put Boston above. Well, above and, Chicago, and too. we we catch a lot of a lot of hardship. But from what I hear, going to Pittsburgh's no fun. Well, here's the thing. For this, I was thinking of of cities that had at least uh at least three major sports teams. Um, yeah. You know, and so yeah, Chicago's I, got I, it all. I wouldn't consider you know like Oklahoma City or 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 Nashville or I guess even see. Houston, well, Houston, San Antonio. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, your um, fans are pretty terrible. And, and so I thought about <laughs> Pittsburgh because I hate Pittsburgh that much. I cannot stand the Steelers. Um, yeah. I hope the Browns win and they still miss That's the playoffs. because they beat everybody. Um, yeah. And I hate, hate the Penguins. Yeah. Um, hate the Penguins. But. Because they beat everybody. Are we talking about hockey now? Yeah. Hockey's yes. Yeah, that's He's right. a big hockey fan. You that's didn't know right. This? That's right. Check out. Yeah, yeah we play like, hockey in America. His other slightly controversial statement: yeah. hockey is watchable. Hockey is a sport in America. <laughs> I thought that was a Canadian thing. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know hockey still existed here. You got to no, sing hockey's... "O Canada" before every game. People, people care about a week before the Stanley Cup, and then <laughs> they the, quit caring no, a week after. Hockey's, hockey's probably the, more fun. The best that, hockey but. venue in the NHL right now is in Nashville. Yeah, like it's it's just raucous in there. They all threw the a time. catfish on the ring, didn't they? <laughs> so I've been to two Predators games. Uh, I've been to two. I went to two Predators games in November. I went uh, to one in Nashville the Monday night before uh, Thanksgiving. We were yeah. down there visiting my dad, and, and uh -huh. so we took a trip up. We took like eight or nine people to the game total. I also went to uh, a game in Dallas um, on I think November tenth. Uh, Nashville won both games. Uh, the catfish that was thrown, uh, there was a catfish thrown in Dallas uh, in a way. At a play. Nashville game? Right. Nice. Uh, I don't remember there being one thrown at the Tampa is there, game. Outside of, uh, outside of the Titans, is there anything else in Nashville? There are a lot of Braves fans. But, but no, you don't have no a team, other, though. No, no other, other team. team. I, I mean, it's in reality, it's UT football, right? It's it's no, uh, uh, that's Tennessee football. <laughs> UT football is in Austin, Texas. <laughs> The real UT. Yeah. Thank you very much. So before I start ranting on that, uh, about Pittsburgh. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, and then I thought, well, you know, Pittsburgh has the Pirates, but most people kind of forget they exist. Yeah. Like, they have two teams that matter up there and then a team that probably should just move. 
yeah. in Pittsburgh. And so it's like, well, you know, it's hard for me to get a complete picture here. Um, but let's go with Chicago. Uh, Blackhawks fans scream nonstop during the national anthem. If you ever hear a recording or if you see them on like uh, Wednesday night rivalry or Thursday night hockey uh, that NBC does, and they show the Blackhawks all the time because there's only six teams they care about yeah. uh, showing. Um, but if you ever see a, a recording, hear a recording of the national anthem at one of their games, they scream nonstop. Um, Bears fans are a walking meme. Right. I mean, they're they're no all bears. bears. Yeah, they just just put uh, that dude from Cheers yeah. in yeah. a Bears jersey, and right. that's your average you just, bear fan. I mean, all of them want to grow up and be Mike Ditka. It's, yeah, you know that's that's how it is. The White Sox are irrelevant, um, and then the Cubs get real excited about a team that. They've won one championship, and I think it'll be another hundred years before they win another one. Uh, at the rate they're going right now, they're declining pretty fast. Yeah. And then Bulls well, that's fans, the Theo Epstein effect there. Um, if if you take Michael Jordan's years away from the Bulls, I, and I understand you can't do this, but if you take uh, if you take his time with the Bulls away from them, they are arguably the worst professional sports franchise in the country. Yeah, that's yeah. a fact, man. They they weren't yeah. really anything before, and they haven't been anything since. You know, they had that that one season where Derrick Rose won the, mm-hmm. you know, I the MVP, yeah. and I mean, really, he was the only thing looking good that season. It wasn't like they were great. Yeah, and well, so you you see plenty of people wearing you know Bulls stuff with pride, and it's like the thing yeah. about Derrick Rose is he got hurt. Yeah, if, if he's, sure. I, I do think he's having he, a good season this year. They're is. chanting MVP for. I it. wish I wish he would have stayed healthy because I think he could have been a. Very, very good. He good was explosive, player. like Westbrook, uh, um, but maybe a little more polished in some other areas, like yeah. shooting. I think he could have very easily brought Chicago, maybe done the opposite now, of what you said to Chicago. I'm, I'm going to disagree with you on one of those things, though. Uh, now the Bears, I, I like the Bears. I, 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 I think oh, they're one of those. I think they're one of those uh, professional uh, teams that uh, the Bears and the Packers, and you know, as much as everybody hates on them, you know, the Cowboys and. You know the Steelers. There's several teams that are just they're kind of staples of the of the brand. And uh, I, I don't know. I've always liked the Bears. I always liked the product they put on the field because they've tried to do it with defense. I'm a big fan of these football teams that are football first, not these ones that have you know like Dallas Cowboys have you know the whole Jerry's World and they have cheerleaders and they have all this other stuff. Teams like the Bears and the Packers and the Steelers. Yeah. You know, of course they're further up north, but all that's on the football field is football players and coaches. And that's all that's down there. And they're not trying to take away from what's going on at the football game with all this other stuff that you get at a at an event. No, I agree. It's all about the product on the field and that's football. And I'm and, and, and I'm, that's why their fans are so intense and usually are called bad fans, but it's because they're football just like hungry. They're just yeah. dying for it. Don't care about the Blackhawks, but don't care about any hockey team really. Yeah. We um, all have our flaws. I think to- <laughs> I think hockey is the worst televised sport. Yeah. It's- it it's the sport that has been helped the most by the advent of HDTV. Yeah, it's just I, it's I, it's I the hardest to follow. And they I I felt like they had a good thing going when they brought in the digital puck tracker thing, and fans hated it so much that they got rid of it. It was the only way you could watch the game back then. Well, yeah. I I think hockey's one of those those sports where it's a live sport. I thoroughly enjoy watching it live. Um, it's okay. It's still hard to follow. No, it is, but it's it's something. It's one of those things where you have to be there to. To me, it's know. right there with golf. Like, what are you going to watch at a golf event once that ball gets out of range? You're not seeing where it's landing. You're not seeing. Oh no, the, the you're going to watch game. people run into each other. Yeah, there's yeah. still yeah. more violence in in hockey that is is better. Uh, Go to an experience. MMA fight. 
uh, on the ice or when you're actually live versus on TV. Yeah. Because uh, those are some bone crunching hits those guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you got to think about football. We love football because well, dudes are running into each other full speed. And you can skate probably four times faster than a well, man. Well, but you can watch the ball. You can skate better than you can stop. So it's exactly. a little more out of control too. Exactly. You That's know where with football players, they're like, "There's a certain way you can hit them." In hockey, you can't do that. It's like, no, there's. I just I'm gonna skate that direction, and I may or may not hit them. You know, in a in a crazy way. Yeah. You know. So. Well, I, I like the Bears, and I like Chicago. Uh, the Bulls, um, White Sox, and Cubs are irrelevant to me. Um, but man, dude. For me personally, Boston, and I don't. I mean, is New England considered Boston? Do they play in Boston? They don't. They play in Foxborough, but it's, a, I don't know it's, where that's at. That's Boston's to. team. I mean, it's yeah. it's close enough. It's see, I don't mind the Patriots, but I can't stand the Red Sox, Celtics, or the Bruins. And I mean, you want to talk about? I'm not really into hockey, but I hate the Bruins because of Bostonians. Well, I hate most hockey teams that aren't the Predators. So that's yeah. That's, that's how. Most hockey fans. Let's get on. Let's get on that, man. Because like, here's the thing: controversial statement. I'm a Texas fan, Texas Longhorn fan, right? Yeah. I want every team in the Big Twelve to lose, except for Texas. I cannot stand this whole SEC jock riding thing that all those teams do. I can't stand what a lot of Oklahoma State fans do when they're like, they only hate the Sooners. Bedlam week. The rest of the time, they're rooting for the Sooners. I can't stand that stuff. Sure, like every Big Twelve team in the team, uh, I want I want them to lose. I want to get embarrassed. That game the other night, Cal versus TCU, was hands down one of the, probably the worst football game ever I've ever witnessed in my life, and I was ecstatic that TCU was part of it, part of one of the worst games ever. And so that that's kind of and and I I don't get this whole oh I got to root for the conference. No, I hate every team in the conferences. Conference. Don't win championships. Exactly, and I hate it. So, thank you because you're an SEC guy. You're 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 the the other the fake UT UT light fan. <laughs> who is in, I'm the correct UT with the correct <laughs> color orange. Thank UT you, light, yeah. uh, with checkerboards in your uh, in your end zones. But you're from the SEC, and it's good to hear an SEC fan not ride Bama's coattails to the national championship. And the one thing, and the reason I hate that is because, you know, being from Texas, I know a lot of people from Texas A&M who went from the Big 12 to the SEC. And a lot of times, Texas A&M fans had the same concept that we did. They hated everybody in the Big 12. They switch over to the SEC and then start claiming that they, you know, they're winning national championships vicariously through whoever else is going. Alabama. Uh, Alabama or Auburn at one yeah, time and, right. and all that. So it's like one of those things where you're kind of like, no man, like to have a true rivalry, you got to have that hatred and that desire that everyone lose. Right. Well, maybe the reason you're so bitter about everybody else in the Big Twelve is because they've all been beating you guys for the last ten years. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's why you want them all to lose. You're just angry and bitter because Texas is no, terrible. This this was when we were winning national championships uh, more recently than the two Oklahoma schools. What's the last time y'all had a conference championship? Oh, that's what we're going for now. I'm not saying, See, just asking. That's the point, man. It's like, oh, let's 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 settle for this. We've been a disappointment. We were a disappointment when we were winning conference championships, and not making the national championship. But the point being is, is, is there's got to be some sort of hatred for teams. Sure. Like he was saying, the 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 hockey side of it. Yeah. 
And that's where it was. So who do you root for if your team's not in it? The team playing against the team I hate the most. Exactly. I got my favorite team is But Texas. that team's always so you hate other people in your conference more than you hate other people from other conferences, no yes. matter what. Yes. Yes. Well, uh yes. I mean this, it just doesn't yes. make sense because they're all your competition at some point. Okay. There's, I mean, like if you say like, well, I'm rooting for Alabama to beat OU because I hate I OU. Okay, so you're cheering for Alabama, who yes. I mean is no, leaps and bounds better than you. So I, I take the other side of this conversation to be clear. But I he, want I want OU to beat Bama's brains out. Exactly. This why? Yeah. Because I can't stand Alabama. Why? Because your team's in the SEC. We play them every year. Exactly. And, and there's sort of the, I guess some of the culture plays into it too, right? Like I, you know, it, it's a rivalry not just between the teams, but between the fan bases. I'll have to hear about it nonstop that Alabama won another national championship if that happens here. See in if, if I'm on the flip end of that. I'd rather I would much rather Alabama yeah. win it, not to have to hear these OU fans. I think you just feel a little less that way if you were the one dominating your conference. You no. wouldn't care yeah. as much about these no. other guys. See, I, Dude, if, it was, if it was OSU, I'd be rooting for OSU. If it was yeah. Texas, I'd be rooting for Texas. See, yeah, no, because all that matters is you beat them at your matchup. Yeah, that's just baby talk, man. Yeah, I mean that's just yeah, we got that's beat. just that's just spurned little brother talk. But we didn't yeah. get beat. We beat y'all. We beat OU. Once. That's the thing. We beat OU. You beat us. We're one for one this season. In the the less meaningful game, y'all won. So, in theory, last year's national championship game Uh should have been something – it should have been like an existential crisis for me (laughs) uh, with Alabama and Georgia playing each other. See, Um, last year – but that it it was a crisis for everyone because Bama should have never been there. No, man, I get the whole conference hate, but I I, I don't – I understand why you do. I just don't think that's the only way to be. Well, the – so well, obviously, it seems petty. The thing about that game, though, was for me that the answer was pretty simple. I hate Georgia more than I hate anyone else. Yeah, yeah. I, I one of well, uh, you know, I don't know if this is a controversial statement or not, but I I firmly believe Athens, Georgia, is the worst college town on the planet. <laughs> it is it is awful. It is a cesspool. Yeah, yeah. It, it is. It is terrible. Is it worse than uh, them boys down at LSU? It's worse than everywhere else. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what the, that's what the Super Bowl was for me last year as a Cowboys exactly. fan. You hate the Eagles, and but I hate the Patriots more, so I rooted for the Eagles. Oh, yeah. see, that's no. I, but Tom see, Brady and Belichick are then Satan, true, Satan's child. You're not a true. <laughs> then you're not a true Cowboy fan. See, no, I am a true Cowboy. As a Steelers, fan. as a Steelers fan, I'm a hardcore Steelers fan. Uh, and you'd love to see the, the only Bengals win? the only one in our conference that I genuinely hate is the Bengals. Now the then the Ravens, the the Ravens, I want to beat them, but I want to legitimately beat them. I don't want to just root against them and hope they lose. I want them to win every game they play except for when they play us because I want to know that I'm beating the best out there. That's if how I the, feel. No, but the, the no, no. Dude, look at it like this. Say say you're a, you're an MMA fighter. And the dude beats the pulp out of you, and he gets a shot at the title. Do you show up at his title match and cheer when he gets beat up? <laughs> dude, completely, dude. No, no, no. That's the exact same no, thing. No. That's you Apples being a girl because you got beat. If you beat Apples me, I want oranges. you to win the championship because I want to prove that only the no. best can beat that's you. That's you going, ha, while you still have bruises on your face. <laughs> yeah. Apples and oranges. No. Completely different. It's not. No. Well, well, you're, and you're and teams change over time, too, yeah. right? So, yeah. like, the, the Clemson team – uh, that beat, you know, we'll say Florida State, for instance, earlier this year. Not that Florida State did anything, but the Clemson team that beat them, the Clemson team that beat Texas A&M earlier this year, um, is not going to be the same Clemson team that takes the field against Notre Dame tomorrow, um, in part because you've had injuries, you've had people transfer out of right. the program, and, oh, by the way, Dexter Lawrence won't be playing because he got right. suspended. Um, and so it's, you know, 
college football is a little bit more fluid uh, than just an individual fl- fighter. Exactly. And here's no, the no, thing. no, 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 it's no. Not, I'm not talking it. about the sport. I'm talking about the attitude. Yeah. The attitude you're, is I lost, so I want you to lose. No, you're talking about, but you're talking about two different sports. And so no, it, no, 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 it applies it, differently. It's a perfect analogy. Dude, look at, look, it's the attitude. No, it's the at, attitude. Of I'm with Corey on this one. It's the attitude of being a loser. Hey, how would you <laughs> That's feel? That's a loser's attitude. How did yeah. you feel when the Cubs won the World Series as a Braves fan? Not great. Exactly. I forgot who they beat. But I'm, I, as they in, beat Cleveland. I would have much yeah, rather people seen People already Cleveland. don't care. Exactly. <laughs> Except for Cubs fans. Exactly. <laughs> Dude, I hate every team. I'm a Yankee fan. So I want Boston to be terrible. I don't care. Dude, this whole, I don't want to be beaten by the best stupid stuff is gay. Oh, oh, we, 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 we want. Somebody's chucking nerves, man. He's going to have to, he's going to have to. What I want to do is I want to get beaten by the best team. I want the best team to show up and I want to beat them on their best. Get out of here. If, if the Yankees beat Boston, a, a, a winless Boston team is just as sweet as if they beat the best Boston team in the history of Boston sports. I don't care how it is. Same. Dude, you could have a zero win OU step on the field. I'm going to take as much pride in beating them as I did if we were their only loss of the season. Hashtag we are thus far. So the point being is I don't care. Dude, beating somebody is beating someone regardless. Dude, if OU trotted out a bunch of five-year-old peewee players to try and beat Texas, I would relish in that victory. (laughs) Don't care what it is. Uh, because the sadistic, how the it's supposed and, to be, and and the the level of chill that Josh lost on this conversation just proves how petty <laughs> his side of the petty. argument is. Right. From from my perspective, and this is just a hair before my time, even though I was, I guess, alive during it. Um, the biggest knock against Peyton Manning during his time at Tennessee was not uh, that he didn't win a national championship. If he couldn't beat Florida. He couldn't beat Florida. Florida won a national there championship during oh. that time. I that thought it was he teabagged a journalist. You know why you know why Ohio <laughs> No, that was a that was a trainer. Oh, sorry. But you know why but you know why people hate Kurt you know why people hate Kurt uh Kurt Herbstreet in Ohio State? Was that? Never beat Michigan. In fact he was he was instrumental in Michigan winning. A lot of those games. Yeah, and that's been the knock against Gundy. He can't beat OU to save his life. He's done it twice, and one was on a, a fluke punt return by Tyreek Hill. So nobody, nobody out in Tennessee takes comfort in the fact, though, that Florida won the national championship one of the years that Peyton Manning was there. There you go. It's not so much taking comfort. I just think it's petty to hate people from your conference just because they're in your conference, and if they're playing against someone else outside of the conference, I mean, and all it does is prove that your conference is strong – why would you root against that? Why would you be so petty as to root yeah, against your own conference? That is the, it doesn't make any sense. Because you are borderline the, and it just show, No, and it just, it just shows that your attitude towards everyone else in your conference no. is that, like I said, it's petty and it's bitter. Dude, like, what yeah. it, dude, no, what it is. is I've it, rooted for OSU and Texas. What, yeah. it, what it proves is that you are one nanometer away from being a bandwagon fan. No, That's what it, it is. Dude, practically, dude, it's your cousins to a bandwagon. All right. You are cousins to every Golden State Warrior fan out there right now. <laughs> so, the, so how's wait, 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 wait? How does that make you a you're bandwagon? You're a Yankees fan. He's not when from you're New willing, York. When so you're willing, shut up. Yeah, you're willing to jump conference <laughs> and division to yeah. root against somebody else. That's yeah. bandwagoning. No, it's not. Yeah. I'm yes, it willing is. to jump that to root against a team no, I play every rooting year. Rooting along conference lines makes more sense than jumping no. completely well, off the ship no. to root for somebody no. else. Yeah. Well, and the it's situ- called rivalry for a reason. And the situation between the SEC and the Big 12 is a little bit different, too. Like, the, the SEC, even though 
last year, not last year, but two years ago, uh, it was not probably not the strongest conference in the country at that right. point. The Big Ten's been up there uh, recently, and the ACC had one or two years recently where they've been up there too. Um, but the SEC has that sort of reputation because so many of the teams have been elite at different stretches over the past 20 years or so that it's got the reputation of being a stronger conference. We don't need the help. Um, whereas the Big 12, you've got OU and then a clear gap between them and everyone else. Texas is trying to close the gap right now. Um, but it's in, I, I'm of the opinion, it's in OU's, uh, OU fans' best interest for the sake of the conference to root for other teams, but that doesn't make it right. It just, I, I can't see rooting for my rival. I can't see rooting there you for, go. for well, it, it's maybe. Because it's yeah. more about and, fandom and less about and I would like feel to say, good, dude. One more thing, though. I don't hate the Bengals because they're in my conference, by the way. I hate the Bengals because they're the most hateable team in professional sports, and that's not controversial. Same with Philly. Yeah. I they, disagree. The, the Cincinnati Bengals is the most hateable team on the planet. Wrong. Uh, nah, dude, I Phil, can name I can Philly name is the most hateable least, team. At least five NFL teams that are more hateable. Philly, the Raiders. Philadelphia Eagles, the Seattle Seahawks, the yep. San Francisco 49ers. Yep. That's what, three? The Raiders and the Steelers. The Raiders. I don't think so. I Steelers think the Bengals, are probably up there, yes. I think the Bengals take the cake, but Raiders Raiders fans are the worst. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think the Bengals take the cake, man. You just mm. you don't realize the level of like, Dude, I forget the Bengals are in the league every year. Yeah, like they're right. They, they're right down there with the Browns. They're that team that that sucks, so they play dirty whenever they can. I mean, they're one of the dirtiest teams you will ever play on the on the football field. Well, that's what happens when you have Vontez Perfect on your team. But, but it's not just him. But it's most granted. Him. Granted, he's been a big part of it. But it's not Juju's just him. Juju's pretty dirty. What? Just for laying someone on the hey, back? Hey, you had Heinz Ward for a long time, sir. Hey, he's just tough. No, Heinz. Heinz is dirty. like Heinz is pretty well understood. Is they're like you did not want. The ball could be going away from you. Hans Ward comes up to stock block you and decides to just punish you the whole time. I'm just saying. <laughs> he was trying to break your face, that's, man. That's yeah. how it is. I'm just telling you, man, there are more teams more despicable than the No, there's you know, not. You're wrong. Than the Bengals. Uh, especially in all of professional sports, really? Oh, yeah. all of professional yeah. sports? In all of pro- name a team that's more hateable. The Blackhawks. No, that's not a the sport. The Philadelphia Phillies. Yep. The Phillies? The Phillies. Yep. The Boston Red Sox. Boston Red Sox have as Dude, many fans we as they go. do haters. Hey, let's go. We can go over to basketball. The Yankees. The Yankees, yeah, I was say, the Yankees are super hateable. Dude, yeah, because they got the most bandwagon yeah, fans. This dude calling out people from bandwagoning. <laughs> dude, I'm interested. 90% of the teams he supports outside hey. of college football don't live in the same either of the states that yeah. he's lived in. Being Who? from Texas you. and being a Yankees fan has got to hey, be like a knock on anyone from Texas. I picked them up in the mid-80s, man. And yeah. they were terrible. Just back a big then. non-Mattingly fan. Yeah. Huh? That's not, that was yeah, that, that honestly kind of was it. Him and uh, uh, he looks like that's Tom not noble. It's not noble to start liking a team when they're good and then claim that oh I've liked the team since they were bad. Yeah, it's, it's I know. Noble. I legitimately liked them when they were bad though. Yeah, Granddad know. bought me a Yankee hat. He's downhill from there. Yeah. All right. Speaking of jumping off the bandwagon, we're at almost an hour and thirty minutes. Okay, well, that's a, that's got a pretty more? good time unless you got one good yeah, zinger. You got any more one out there? One good zinger. This caused, this caused some yeah. pretty good controversy I know. On we've, here. we've established that Josh is the poorest of sports. <laughs> <laughs> the truest of fanatics. <laughs> I think the poorest of sports it. is uh, exactly how you the say that. The truest of the most loyal of fans. <laughs> so, oh, one, my goodness. One more. We'll stick with the SEC. Um, oh, and I posted something about this, but I'm going to expand on it a little bit. I firmly believe 
that the fake punt that Georgia ran at the end of the SEC championship game against Alabama is the worst play call in the history of organized sports at any level. Yeah. No. Seattle Super uh, Seattle Seahawks not handed to Marshawn Lynch on the one yard line is hands down the yeah. worst. You can there there is a defense of that. It is a poor defense, but there is a defense to be made for that. What's that? <laughs> listening, <laughs> yeah, listening, because they rode Marshawn Lynch for eighty yards. <laughs> To the or no, seventy nine yards. Hey, they can't stop outside him. Outside of the ball, maybe this outside, will be the one time. Outside of that unlucky, outside of that lucky Baldwin catch, they rode Marshawn Lynch that entire that drive. Lucky Baldwin catch put them in that position. It kept them in the game. Doesn't matter. Did you see Marshawn Lynch against the Saints defense a few years earlier? The dude was going to get one yard. If yeah. you say touchdown, yeah, they needed a touchdown against. Was it the Rams? Uh, no, the Saints. Uh, in that in the playoff mm-hmm. game, they needed a touchdown to seal that game, and that man carried eleven dudes on his back for sixty some yards to a touchdown on that one. One yard with Mar- two downs and one yard with Marshawn Lynch, hands down, guaranteed and, Super Bowl win. But they, uh, and the, the Super Bowl is bigger than the SEC title. And everybody knows the worst move in sports history was putting Greg Elo on Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> no. The, uh, <laughs> that was the worst move in sports history. Bad. Hey, go guard him. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't coach. No, the, <laughs> it's too hard. <laughs> so here, here's I the tried. other thing, though. In, in that in that New England Seattle game, Seattle has to go for the win right there. Georgia and Alabama are tied. If they punt the ball, it's going to overtime. Period. Yeah, it's. Valid. I mean that that's the thing is it was like fourth and long from the forty nine. You're not just going to punt the ball away and say, okay, we'll beat you at overtime, basically at home. I mean, the game's in Atlanta. Um, you know, you've got a backup quarterback, a good backup quarterback in Hurts, but a backup quarterback in Hurts going against, you know, it, you got to yeah. put some faith in your guys. Imagine there. the momentum swing had they picked it up, though. It, there's no guarantee they do anything. But they, imagine the moment They get momentum back, for sure. They deflate an Alabama team's sales. Yes, but the risk is so high. and You're and about to beat Tom Brady yeah. and Bill Belichick in the Super Bowl. <laughs> you have, hands down, the best running back for that situation <laughs> ever. And you try and throw it. You can't stack Two, a box deep enough for Marshawn Lynch not to get a yard. Three things happen. Three potential outcomes of a pass. Two of them are bad. Yep. Yep. And you have Marshawn Lynch, an angry, skittle-filled Marshawn Lynch <laughs> on the one-yard line, and you decide to throw it. But one of those outcomes doesn't just lose you the uh, – one of the two bad outcomes doesn't just lose you the game. You can line up – that was on that play was on second down, is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, second or third. Yeah. They had at least two shots to run it, and I think they had a timeout. I was almost guaranteed – I'm like, dude, there's no way they lose this game now. So. They're going to hand it to Marshawn Lynch. Mm-hmm. He's not going to fumble it. I was hoping for you, a Marshawn so, Lynch fumble. Do you think that was uh, possibly Pete Carroll loving his quarterback and wanting his quarterback to win the game? Yes. Probably. I think it was hands down. Marshawn Lynch was already having issues with the Seahawks. It was that varsity blue stuff, you know. He, I, I, he, there was extension issues because he didn't come back the year after, yeah. the next year. Their extension issues. Uh, <laughs> was that the year that he wasn't talking to any reporters? I'm only here, so I won't get fined. That was – 
I want to say, was that that Super Bowl? or was I want to. I think it was that yeah. Super Bowl. So the point being is, is he was becoming a fan favorite, but he was becoming a league nuisance. Yeah. yeah. And so <clears throat> the the other thing that's getting lost in that though is that Malcolm Butler made an amazing individual play to get in there and, and yeah. get the pick. It, he mm-hmm. should have broken up the pass. I mean, yeah. But well, let me tell you what Malcolm Butler would not have been amazing at: trying to truck a uh, Marshawn Lynch <laughs> from the one yard line. <laughs> <laughs> you basically played. I'm telling you, man. You okay. basically played into their defensive strength because there's the not only, a sweet spot you can hit on that man to only, knock him backwards. The only <laughs> chance they had a win in that Super Bowl was y'all throwing the ball because Marshawn Lynch, unless he cracked his ankle breaking the huddle. Hey, don't you know somebody looked over at Belichick and said, "What do we do, Coach? All we can do is hope they're stupid enough to throw the ball." Exactly. I guarantee you. I guarantee. You. I can't believe it. <laughs> Uh, oh, how many surrender Cobras went up in in, in, in Seattle when he threw the ball like that? Oh, man. You know, and to make it worse, to make it better, because I hate Russell Wilson, yeah. is that he's the one who lost it for him. Yeah. You know, and. Is there a reason you hate him? Not, I mean, just. You just don't like him? him? Yeah. No, he's okay. just one of those guys. Just because. Because uh, it has something to do with you being an Arizona fan or something. I don't know. Well, that's why that's a big reason yeah, he, I hate he, the Seahawks. He's but. an extremely likable guy. He's I was going to say, he's arbitrary. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I'd love to have him as my quarterback. It's yeah. just, that's probably, you're, you're probably right. It probably has more to do with Arizona. Have him as my quarterback, take him out for coffee, that yeah, sort of thing. Hang out with the dude. He seems cool. Yeah. Uh, well, all right. That's a good stopping point. Yeah. Thanks, Chris, man. Yeah. That, yeah that's, that's, a, that's some good stuff. That's yeah. Some good topics. We got a little heated. We we really do like the the slightly controversial. First time I read it on Facebook, the first thing I thought was like, man, this is brilliant. I wish we'd have thought of this a long time ago. Yeah, thanks for not yep. bringing any Twilight or uh, John Mayer stuff on, man, because that, uh, that's yeah. pretty much guaranteed. No rollerblading stories. <laughs> that's a, yeah. No, no. Uh, uh, for what it's worth, John, Ma- I don't consider John Mayer a guilty pleasure. I, I, that stuff's excellent, but <laughs> yeah. I'll leave with that. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's uh, All right, man, that's episode 58. Like it, share it, subscribe it, pass it to your friends. Thanks for all the comments. Let us know what you think. We really enjoy them. Have a happy new year. Be safe. Make 2019 the best ever. New year, new me. Yeah. What other cliches are there out there? I started going to the gym this week, so I wouldn't be lumped in. Yeah, to be the, the mother yeah. of all cliches. Right. Guess what? <laughs> Guess what? We all know why you can't. Yeah. <laughs> it starts at Thanksgiving. Yeah. Everyone thinks New Year's resolutions started at, yeah. on January first. No, they start on Thanksgiving. They, we all they know. start after you eat a pound hey, of stuffing, man. Here, if you do hear this on New Year's Day, do not say, "I don't make resolutions because if I want to do something, I do it at the year when I want." Get out of here with that. Yeah. That's that's more cliche than anything. If you're going to resolve to do anything, resolve to push this podcast on all of your friends <laughs> and push them to hit the like button yep. and hit the share button because if we can get sponsors, we'll get better equipment. Just we'll sound and look even better. Just yep. do it for them while they're uh, they're not looking at their phone. Just take their phone for them. I yeah. can't afford a razor right now, guys. Help me out. <laughs> yeah. His, his obviously ran out of sharpness oh. halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Logged down. This was on purpose, though. Oh my goodness! It, it's okay. It conveys that emotional nature you there were you talking go. about. Yes, it does. Dude, I'm a Josh's man. face it is looks the like... most controversial statement <laughs> made today. It does look like an emotional decision. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's it. Thanks for listening. Roll that outro. <laughs>